All right. We got to fight, baby. I heard about that. We got to fight, so I am... Uh, hearing people at the folk festival talking about fights. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Nice. Nice, nice. Yeah, I get... Half my coach is like, you're not marketing this enough. You need to go harder. And my other half is like, everybody's talking about it. I'm like, I don't know what this way. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Won't you be my neighbor? Mr. Rogers was a G. We didn't appreciate the, the gangster and Mr. Rogers at the time when we were learning about colors and we Being polite and only wearing carnigans. We didn't appreciate that. We knew then what we know now. No. Gosh, what a gangster. What a gangster. Welcome back to Champ Talk with Brandon Hudson. I am your host, Brandon Hudson, and sitting directly across from me is Recovering Chet. Recovering Chet. What a weekend. Yeah. No. I'm doing myself. <laughs> Guys, this episode of Champ Talk with Brandon Hudson is brought to you by Peninsula Wellness. Make sure you get up with them for all your CBD needs. Talk about recovering, repairing, there you rebuilding. Go. There you yeah. go. Be sure to like us on Facebook, um, Instagram. Be sure to like our uh, YouTube cha- channel, subscribe, uh, share our content, do all these fun things that we need you to do. That way we can uh, keep this ship going. Don't send us any more weird friend requests or. Gosh, man. <laughs> I'm getting so sick of that. Every day. Five, I'm not kidding, man. Five minutes. I, I got them too. Trying there's, to. Uh, there's a leak in the. There's a leak in the hole. There's a leak in somewhere. <laughs> leak in the hole, of course, motherfucker. <laughs> Holes are leaky. What are you recovering from, homie? This weekend. What a fun time. What'd you do? Um, psh, everything. Um, did the downtown thing. Folk festival. Good time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, we got back in town uh, Saturday afternoon around 4.30. Got the dogs and all that. Got the cats. Thank you for taking care of my... Yeah, Muffin kitty. and I are still working on a relationship. Muffin's working on relationships with everybody. She's a mean, angry cat. I thought we were going one direction, and then she started charging at me, and it was just it was kind of fun. Oh, she will, she will make you feel like you're loved, and then just completely... That muffin too it's just hilarious like here hey hey muffin yeah and then rub on you yeah yeah like, what's wrong with you now yeah, weekend weekend was a good time downtown of course uh, folk festival yeah Salisbury put on a party it was nice it was a great time I, I got to see a little bit of it friday night and we went down a little bit saturday and walked through and saw mayor jake day um i can't tell you how many people stopped in our little brief conversation and you know sat there and uh Said, hey, you know, you're doing a great job. Hey, I don't even know you. You're the mayor, aren't you? Great job. Artists said, we, we, we don't even need to be paid. We'll be back next year. Great job. So shout out to Mayor Jake Day, man, for doing an awesome job uh, with, with the city, with the with the building, with the, you know, just everything, man. Um, and the whole team takes a lot of people to pull yeah, that off of course. in the way it the way it happens 100 so, yeah. yeah, I'm very, uh, I, I talked to him about the vision because I was, you know, looking at it from the outsider's point of view. I was like, you know, how are we going to sustain this and keep going? You know, because evidently, if people don't know, the Folk Festival is actually a nationally recognized festival. And they select a city to come in and do a three-year right. skit for them. And, you know what I mean, come in and do their thing. And uh, it's a festival that Salisbury's never had. It's, it's you know, probably four times, five times bigger than what our usual festival is oh, yeah. with carny yeah. rides and mm-hmm. stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, you know, and then we had some, some troubling years where, you know, kind of got a little out of hand on the block parties and stuff like that. Um, but yes, the National Folk Festival will come through and 
they're going to do another year next year, I was told. Okay. So they signed on for an additional year. Um, but the the model is, is they come in for three years, they do these, they bring in artists from all over the place. That's why it's so big because people from all over come to these festivals. It's yeah, not just follow, local. People follow that one festival alone. I mean, many others, but there are people that follow that thing everywhere. 100%. 100%. So, um, you know, we didn't get the turnout. He hasn't seen the numbers, but we don't think we got the turnout as we did the previous couple of years, obviously because of the pandemic and COVID right. and what's going on right now, but we were still a very successful turnout. Um, and then after they leave, they keep the city keeps going with this and it's kind of like your own stamp on it. And that was my question. I was wondering how we were going to keep that going. Maryland Foot Festival. Um, yeah. Maryland Foot Festival. And I was going to keep, I was trying to figure out how we're going to keep that going. You know, was the city going to be able to pay for that? Or we, and he said, a hundred percent, he said, it's going to, it's on. So, same stages and i'm and i only see it getting bigger and and growing mm -hmm. and a music festival buff like myself you know like <laughs> you know you know all that shit um it looks like that in a way you know those kind of festivals um so i could see it growing to something bigger and hopefully you know we don't drop the ball and fuck it up you know what i mean we keep it a good event we keep it you know just it's just it's just it's just a vibe man it's a great vibe the businesses did really well. My cousin down there, Deadstock, did really well. Um, Roadies Joe's did record numbers. You know, and I'm sure everybody else down here did did great well, numbers. I saw a lot of people talking this morning, like we're taking the day off because the weekend was insane. Yeah. So, um, you know, even if they didn't get the huge numbers they were expecting, or, or from the past, it was still successful. Because I mean, I know even the crafters and small mom and pops. You know, they looked like they killed it too so and that's that's what it's all about yeah. you know getting them and and getting them running and, and up and going I, I love it man i love the city coming out you know especially being born and raised in salisbury all my life <laughs> i loved it <laughs> <laughs> i thought you were from pokemon yeah i'm not from pokemon you know nothing against pokemon shout out to pokemon i love pokemon but no i'm from salisbury you know what i mean um, you know, with all my white trash degenerates, you know what I mean? Which I don't understand that one either. But anyway, um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, man, it, it's great, man. Um, to see something like that and see the growth of downtown and, and everything. So shout out to Jake Day, shout out to City Salisbury, shout out to everybody, small business, all the people behind the scenes. Um, big thank you to, you know, the folk festival itself. Um, just, just great, man. And Chet got it in. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Good time. Good time to get out. Good times. <laughs> Good times. Let's talk about the... Uh, I wanted to get on here and talk about something that's real, uh, opposed to this fucking internet imaginary bullshit. You know, you hear about gyms talk all the time. Um, you hear about the Greg Jacksons, the ATTs, you know, the, the Black Zillions. You hear about, you know, all these great fucking schools that right. that are crushing the game and, and, and running the show and, um, you know, just destroying... Any kind of like, you know, like they, not destroying, but they, they're setting the precedence and they're just so like next level, right? And then, and then you got the, 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 the smaller guys who are just starting off, you know what I mean? Daisy Fresh was a great example, you know what I mean? Where, humble you know, story. humble story, sleeping in the gym, you know, <clears throat> freezing, we don't got heat, you know, um, and, 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 you know, you got, and they're on the way up and so many gyms are like that. So many gyms have their core group of guys or maybe 15 tops, you know what I mean? That they're, Starting from the ground up, working their asses off, trying to trying to make something, trying to help lives, and uh, that's a journey in itself. But we don't ever talk about the guys, the, the gyms that are in between, right? The the ones that already got past that startup, mm -hmm. but they haven't hit that next level. You know what I mean? Which which I feel like you know a lot of us are in this area and, and so on and so forth. 
And I was thinking about that while I was on, uh, while I was out of town, about what that really meant for me. Um, you know, being a gym owner, and I am a full time gym owner, as well as I also right. am a promoter now, yeah. as well as I'm also a public speaker, as well as I'm also a uh, work in real estate as well. You know, coach real estate agents, and you know, so I. I, I don't tell me you're busy. You Do you have any hobbies? <laughs> my life is my hobby. You know what I mean? You know, Whatever but, um, left over time. but I am a full-time gym owner, coach and all that. And I take serious pride in that um, because me committing a hundred percent to that is a reflection on my students and a reflection on the quality of the school reflection on the quality of training. But what important, what more importantly, I, I hits home for me is the culture that we've created. You hear me talk about so many times, the culture that we've created uh, within within SBY MMA and fitness uh, it, it, it's it's a remarkable thing to witness. And I never go on. I, I live such a fast paced life, and it's it's there's so much going on where I don't have time to really take in some things that happen and some mm-hmm. things that, that are said. And uh, I got a couple messages over the weekend. I think you saw them in the chat. Um, some birthdays. Yeah. Uh, one of one of one of Kevin's ex students, by the way. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I could help myself. I could help myself. Stop. You said yeah. I could help myself. It was there. But I was wishing him happy birthday. And um, you know, one of the students was just like, dude, I'll I'll never forget the and he spent very small a bit of time with me. Yeah. Um Division two wrestler, mm-hmm. uh, great guy in, in in the military. Um and and you know, he was like, you know, dude, um, I just want to thank you for when I was really in a low place in my life and, and I was going through a hard spot, you know, the words that you helped me, the time you took for me personally, you know, really helped. And, right. and, you know, the other students said the same thing. And it was such a, uh, you know, it was just such a moment where like, you know, and, and when I'm in camp, all these things really hit hard a little bit more and I'm able to take it in, especially on, you know, on a vacation as well, which right. wasn't really a little a more time to think, dude. And, and I really get, I think gyms and gym owners like myself that are, in that in-between stage, get a sense of purpose and a sense of, you know what I mean, um, satisfaction from just knowing that your people are okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I was going to say, too, when you mentioned culture a lot, and it's one of those, how to, how to explain this, culture is one of those things you have to experience. Yeah. And I don't think it's like you can you can explain it. You can read about a culture, but I mean, let's uh, Japan. You could read all day. You could watch movies. You can eat Japanese food, but to experience that culture, you need to go there. Yeah, to to feel it, experience. So you can still learn a lot. You can get the the essence of it, but unless you're immersed in it or exposed to it or dealing with that particular, it's kind of hard to. It's hard, hard to convey exactly what that is. Hundred percent, hundred percent, and 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 something else even hit me. The moment I text you, I got a message on Facebook uh, from a, from a guy that I know of and, and know, and he was like, "Dude, I'm really rooting for you for this fight, man. Um, you know, it's just so crazy where you, you know what you've been able to come." He said, "I just want you to know, you know, I've struggled with drug addiction for the past ever, you know, whatever. I've been clean for you know over a year, and and dude, you know, you don't even understand how many people." with champ talk and with, with your videos and the things that you put out and people talk about is helping us, man. It's really helping us. And that's when I had that aha moment, like, bro, like, 
that's what it's all about for me, right? And 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 it's not necessarily about branding because you know what I mean. The snake oil that I'm selling, so to speak, um, is is more about self discovery for you guys and and for the students and for the people that are involved and for the people that even are you know what I mean outside looking in or feel that they're a part of this culture, even though they don't even come to the gym. You know right. what I mean? It, it's such a movement, um, which, you know, going back with all the hate and all the jealousy and all that, you know, it, it's it's a direct reflection of the insecurities that, you know, versus him or whoever else has got something to say that they have in within their own culture themselves. It's a di- direct reflection of the insecurities and the threat that they feel because of the presence of someone else doing it differently or doing it better or whatever you want to categorize that. You know what I mean? Like I know there's great training over there at that gym. You know what I mean? I'm not, I never disputed that one bit, never bashed anybody or anything. Um, and I know that the, the training and the amount and instruction, good instruction over there. You know what I mean? I know I've talked to the guy, I've trained with the guys, they're fucking animals. Um, but I also know that, um, that bond on the mats and that sweat, blood, sweat, and tears, and all that is like a is is, is like a, a vibe and something where it pulls you in and and it, and it captivates you and it it brings a sense of camaraderie, it brings a sense of you know um, accomplishments, a, 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 a sense of awareness of we just did this and went through this and here we are again and we're gonna wake up do it again tomorrow and wake up do it again the next day and there's no pat on the back, there's no trophies for this, there's no this that and a third, and uh, that's what I'm really proud about. And that's what I I I. I was thinking about with these gyms and when they're in the middle like that and when they're you know just trying to figure it out they want the what they want you know win and they want to do the best and they want to make pay their bills and they want to make some money at it and they want to do all these things that they want to do um you know but you have that but that, you're, you're you're fortunate to be you know the, the smaller the upstart or the in-between because you're really hands-on 100 and like so you're immersed in it you're living in that where and, and not not that there's anything wrong with having 500 students yeah, but a really big gym because I'm sure that if they have a good culture, they have a good culture. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but when you're at that level, it's just I think way more personal. There's way more invested in it, mm-hmm. not just financially, but you know personally, emotionally. These these people are your friends or their family. Yeah, and uh, and it reaches pretty far. So no, it does. People and there, it's you know their their friends, their neighbors, their their family. And you said something that was important to me. Uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago about how, you know, when jujitsu started clicking for you, you know what I mean? After all these years, it's just like you're, you're, you feel that the, the culture is. And I mean, let's be honest, you know, as many injuries and bumps and bruises you've had recently, you know, in the past, I probably would have deterred you from even coming in. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and here you are, you know, fucking knots on your legs that we can't explain and, you know, something hurting and, and you're just still on the mats and you're doing a fantastic job of passing the knowledge along and helping people out and figuring it out. And it, and, it, and it just, all these things really resonated with me because, yo, keep doing what y'all doing, gym owners and coaches. Like when you, if you're feeling, you know, worn down from business or you're feeling like, you know what I mean, the stresses of, of running a gym and, and the and the pressures of trying to, you know, make the bills and pay the instructors and pay the insurance and all the things that, you know, business, small businesses have to go through and the numbers and the mats are, 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 you know, empty and down and stuff like that, man. Just remember why you're here and why you're doing this. You know what I mean? Of course, we love to fight. We love to be the best. We're competitive. This is a competitive business and this is a dog eat dog business. But remember your why. Because, um, man, my why is always front and center. You know what I mean? And that's probably another reason why I'm over the, the whole 
drama shit. You know, I said what I had to say. We did what we did. It's done. Whatever it is, and whatever comes from that is what it is. You know what I mean? Like, right. like I said, if that's the, you know, the, I don't give a fuck, right? But I'm over it because it's not doing anything for the brand. It's not doing anything. You know, had that fight went down, that would have been a great, great sellout, great fight. It didn't go down. You know what I mean? Whatever. My people are going to listen to me. His people are going to listen to him. And that's what it is. But that's not what it's about. So getting, and that's why I've never really paid attention to any of it leading up to that. You know what I mean? You know, enough was enough. But it, the point is, is it still wasn't about Brandon wanting to settle a score. It was still about the culture and it's still about the, hey, look, if we got problems, let's handle it in the cage and let's influence and inspire some people while we do this. And, you know, we don't have to be friends before or after or anything. You know what I mean? But that's where it goes. And, and it, it wasn't about me. And it still isn't about me. You know, do I want to fight? Yes. Do I love to fight? Yes. Yes. Do I wish I could do this another 10, 15, 20 years? Absolutely. But, but it's just not my, my, my ship has sailed. You know what I mean? I never wanted to go pro. I, I never, you know, it's just so much. But, but now you get to coach a bunch of people. And that's for- what it's about. That, so, you know, I was thinking about God and, and how, you know, your purpose in life is, is meant for this and meant for that. You know, if, if he was meant for me to be a fighter, in the realms of, you know, the bigger stages and, you know, that particular life, you know, that's where I would have been, you know, but my, my, my superpower is coaching and, and strategizing and stuff like that, not fighting. I'm not, I'm, I'm, you know, in my opinion, I'm, I'm a very mediocre fighter. I don't think I'm this great standout. You know what I mean? I'm not going to, I've never, I told people I'm not a good fighter. I could just take a mean ass whooping. Right. <laughs> um, but my why has always been about everyone else. From the beginning till till now, mm-hmm. the only time that I lost sight of that was um, after the Sharon Gregory fight. You know, I got so close to winning the title, and I was like, "That's what it. That's what it was about for me." And I, I got hurt, I got injured, I got partying, I was spiraling out of control, I got beat. You know what I mean? It was just so many things that showed me that but, I was doing it for the wrong reasons. Right. But now, you know, it's 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 just I, I just want to just enlighten you, gym owners or instructors or coaches, coaches or whatever. The the beginning part seems very scary and and you know, tough to, to make happen, but you get over that. Um, and you get through that and you do that a lot by trial by fire. Um, but the why man changing people's lives, dude. And I'm not talking about competitors. I'm talking about people that you just would not expect that are just living out the fulfillment of feeling so fucking satisfied with life and training and everything that they do. And then they, they look at you and say, thank you. Um, and you're thinking in your head, I didn't really do anything special. I was just being me. And that's enough. That's all it takes for for somebody. It's, that's what's going to push you to the next level of success. You know, always do it for the other people. Always do it for other for for somebody else because once you start thinking about yourself and in my experience, once I start thinking about Brandon and how Brandon can make money and how Brandon can do this and how Brandon can do that, man, I my shit goes to shit. And that's been the only thing that's really kept me, well one of a few things that's really kept me in line these past six and a half years is saying it's not about Brandon. It's not about Brandon. It's not about Brandon. And I've had some moments where it was about Brandon, and it, I mean, bad things happened in this past six years for me. You know, I went through some really major struggles and major things that was all my fault. I can't put it on nobody else. I can't say that it was this person or this happened because of the, it I mean, was they say, all you know, my you take fault. the focus off you and put it where you need to, and good stuff's going to come to you anyway Well, I th- by, by default. But, I, I think that's happening. You know? I, I think that's happening, and, and it's just it's a beautiful thing to watch our people and our culture really 
take it to the next level and and you know i know the cat past couple of you know episodes i was going in you know and and you know that's the other side of it we're not perfect you know what i mean we're, we're you know i'm a fighter i'm a fucking competitor i'm an alpha male <laughs> so as much as i want to be nice and want to give out good vibes i still want to fucking knock you the fuck out when you act <laughs> like an asshole right and i gotta control that you know what i mean that's something i've battled all my life um you know what i mean but it's just it's one of them things where um you know the the the, the why is still front and center and, and the why is about the people the why is about salisbury the why is about our culture you know if we can take just one person in our gym and buy into the culture and see that they can do great things when they flip the way they think and start believing in themselves start working hard and we take that person and that person goes out in our community and prevents somebody from fighting or killing or selling drugs or robbing somebody or whatever or some heinous act um, you know, I think we've accomplished our mission. When you say one person, I mean, I've, I've seen dozens of stories just yeah. in the past couple of years. But it only takes one. Yeah. And that's, that's for me, I mean, 100%, but it, it, just takes, it just takes one, man. You know, one person can, can have the ability to change the world. Look at the great leaders in history that have been able to do that. You know what I mean? And, you know, I, I don't think I'll ever be, I mean, I'm not saying I am or I just, that's, you know, I, I don't think I would be ever be able to fill any kind of shoes like that. I just like, again, I sit on my platform and I do the best I can with what I'm given. You know what I mean? And I just try to, you know, keep that why and that why gym owners is, you know, you're, you're here to help people, you know, you're here to help people and you're here to do the right thing. So that's all I got. That's it. Are you that's sure? It. That's it. Save some for later. October 16th, baby. we got a big fight in Salisbury. Get your tickets now. They're going like hotcakes. What is it? Uh, Civic Center. Civic Center, October 16th, man. They're already selling out. How many fights? Right now we got 10. Eight or 10. Something like that. So, got Mike Otwell on the card. Brian DePhillip on the card. Good stuff. Got some good guys. So, uh, it's, it's going to be awesome, man. Yeah, follow along social media. Hopefully, we're up and running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Champ Talk with Brandon Hudson. I'm your host, Brandon Hudson. Uh, thank you to uh, Peninsula Wellness for all your support. Please check out our, uh, our our webpage, our YouTube page, you know, all that. Go to thefightyard.com. Sitting across from me is the Recharge Chat. Recharge Chat. Guys, what are you doing today to become a champion?